guys, I'm your host Ajane, coming at you from cloudy Washington. Before I get into the real topic, I'm going to give you a quick little week recap. So if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know I kind of work at a fast food place. Um, And last week, there was an incident, to say the least. Um, So long story short, my co-worker got into it with a customer. Um... I think, I don't know, this, it was, uh, like, she was a young adult, I don't know, early 20s or something, and my coworkers around the same age, and they, I don't remember quite, I think it was my coworker that kind of got the attitude, like, second, it was the customer, you know, that got the attitude first, because she, she was like, oh, like, can you repeat, like, what you wanted, because she didn't hear her or something, and then she got attitude and then my co-worker was like oh and then they got into his whole thing basically they almost fought in the store um it was very um not funny i don't know what the right word it was just very like shocking i I don't know i just don't really expect that but i guess you know when you work at a fast food place and it's late at night you never you, you don't really know what to expect um so yeah that was something i think that was the highlight of my week um i you know i needed a good laugh um one of the shift managers had to like calm her down it was like a whole thing and then um my gm so general manager and then my general manager so like her boss's boss came in and like she was like actually like i quit and blah 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 and she's the type of girl that has like quit in parentheses like or quotation quit like a few times but she's always like came and like begged for her job back so like no one really takes her seriously but she's like i quit blah blah blah. and my boss's boss like took her off the schedule and was like no you're done and so but my boss's boss like doesn't like play around she's like no joke and like my boss is you know she's i'm coming around to her she's becoming a lot more uh cool i guess and you know i'm more comfortable with her so she's not as like big and scary as she once was so that's really good but other than that you know there's nothing too crazy um school's ending soon summer's coming up which if you're from washington you know, the weather here has not been sunny at all. Like, it's been rainy or it's been, like, cloudy with, like, a little bit of, like, sun peekaboo. But, like, no sun. I'm expecting, like, I want to be sweating at this time. I want to literally, like, have the... I thrive on the hot, like, weather in general. I just feel the best when it's hot. I, you know, I think I perform best when it's hot. So, I thrive in that sort of environment and so when it's supposed to be sunny I want it to be sunny and it's not and it's very irritating um yeah so finals are ending or school's ending soon not really for me because I'm doing summer school by choice but just because I want to kind of get ahead but yeah so it's been a little stressful with you know finals and work and all that but you know it's been pretty good other than that um So, now, for the real topic of this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a little something called the bling ring. Which, I'm not quite sure if this is an insanely, like, niche topic or not. I don't know, maybe. 
Well, if you're not familiar, it was, you know, a group of high school age students who were obsessed with the idea of fame and fortune and they robbed huge celebrities. Celebrities like Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Orlando Bloom, you know, etc. from like 2008-2009. So, let's start with Rachel Lee. You know, she uh, grew up in Calabasas and you know, if you know anything about Calabasas, you know, the Kardashians are from there. It's known to hold some of the richest of the rich, the most beautiful, elaborate homes. So she, you know, was very wealthy. Where, And at, you know, Calabasas High, that's where she met Courtney Ames. And um, Rachel Lee was who grew up in Calabasas. She met Courtney Ames, who was a member, but like was later kind of kicked out for like, unknown circumstances but then you know Rachel um went to an alternative school in the area you know for troubled kids and you know but she wasn't she was the stereotypical like mean girl like I feel like everyone has this in their high school or elementary school middle school whatever they have a girl that thinks you know she's better than everyone and you know just has like the best clothes the best shoes whatever and thinks they're like creme de la creme even though that couldn't be like further from the truth. And at that alternative school, she met Nick Pugo, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, um, who was expelled from Calabasas High. So they kind of were like similar in terms of personality. They had very loud personalities, were, you know, very bold, very out there, you know, very mean, girl, mean guy-esque. Um, Nick also came from, you know, a wealthy background. Nick was kind of like a smaller kid actor. He had some acting roles. His dad worked for like NBC. So being that his dad worked a lot, Nick lacked that validation. So he sought it in other things. So in the like, I went 2000, like the 2000s era, like MySpace was a huge thing. So he was posting crazy things on MySpace and wanted to hang out with all these like celebrities, like based on their status. I think there's pictures of him like hanging out with the you know kid that played the live action Peter Pan and you know because of this like kind of budding friendship with Rachel and their same um desire to want to be you know famous or hang out with famous people they became closer and they started like opening car doors in their like Calabasas neighborhood um taking money credit you know taking money credit cards etc from those cars because the doors would be open and you know this guy named Eden was a guy who Nick was almost like harassing and stalking on MySpace they you know it was just a very weird situation and one day Eden posted that him and his family were in you know Jamaica so Nick and Rachel like any you know regular person would do you know they robbed Eden, you know, that's so normal. And so, you know, um, and they took thousands from the safe. Um, Nick was later arrested for possession of drugs. I'm mentioning this now because it's relevant later. Um, But Diana Tomayo, who is one of Rachel's friends from an alternative school, was arrested uh, arrested for stealing from Sephora. And... Again, mentioning this because 
you know, they show some pattern of, you know, delinquent activity or, you know, whatever. So months and months, months go by. Nick and Rachel are hanging out as usual. And them, as they usually do, they're known for, like, uh, not stalking celebrities, but, like, checking up on celebrities, see what they're doing, seeing what they're planning, all this stuff. So one day they were looking at, you know, what Paris Hilton was doing so they could potentially, you know, rob her. And they see that she was hosting a party in a different state. Uh, I believe Vegas. So they find her address and go on Google Earth. And that they find their address. I think there was like a website during this time that kind of had like celebrity addresses. Then they went on Google Earth, like cross-translated it. They found a way to get themselves into her gated community. So if you know anything about like Calabasas or anything, like it's extremely like if you don't live there it's insanely hard for you to get in so the fact that teenagers found a way to get in is insane to me um and when they get in they like uh ring um the doorbell nobody answers uh then they try opening the door turns out it was unlocked um before they tried opening the door they find a key under i think it was like the rug or like the you know welcome mat or whatever but they didn't need the key because the door was already unlocked Rachel um, is a lot more cool and collected than Nick. Like she, you know, Nick was kind of a little bit more nervous. Rachel was kind of more like, oh, like it's going to be okay. Like it's fine, whatever. We're not going to get caught. That was kind of the energy and the vibe that it had. Um, Because they got away with it. Because Paris, if you know anything about Paris Hilton, she is, you know, what is kind of one of the first people who were famous for being famous she you know it's like the kardashians if before they had all the beauty lines all the you know glitz the glamour you know what do they do they had like a reality show and they're you know famous for being famous they didn't really do necessarily anything and that was what paris like had she kim kardashian used to be paris's like assistant like so that's kind of you know how everything was working so Paris, you know, her, she comes from a wealthy family. She herself, you know, has started multiple businesses, companies. So she has a lot, a lot of things. And she's a multi-millionaire. So multi-millionaires are not going to realize if, you know, a couple shirts go missing, a couple bras go missing, a couple, you know. So because of that, they were being very smart at this time. You know, they were being very smart and they were taking a couple things. So they would take maybe... I think it was like uh, Rachel would take a couple bras or a couple pieces of jewelry or whatever. And they took small amounts. And so Paris, you know, obviously didn't know anything was missing. Um, And they weren't the... And they were the type of burglars that wouldn't remain quiet. Like, usually if you did something wrong, you're not going to want to advertise to the whole world you did something wrong. But for Rachel... You know, she wanted people to know. Obviously, she's not going out explicitly saying, "Yeah, hey, we just robbed Paris Hilton's house. But she's also posted, took pictures in Paris' closet. You know, took pictures wearing the bra that she stole. You know, take pictures in the jewelry. You know, so things like that, which is not smart. This time in December uh, 2008, Rachel and Nick bought a, brought some of their friends to Paris' house. Um, and... Everything, as usual, 
Um, they take everything as usual, but this time uh, somebody took around two million dollars worth of jewelry. So you know, Paris is insanely rich, but you know, at two million dollars worth of stuff, like she's gonna notice, and she did. So she fi- that was the first police report she filed. Um, and because the police report was filed, that means they needed to find a new victim, a new person they could rob. So the next person was Ad- Adrena Patridge. Um, they took jewelry, clothes, p- her passport, you know, it totaled to be around 42, uh, 43 grand. Um, but this time there was uh, a camera and uh, surveillance footage and she posted some of that then causing you know the surveillance footage to circle and you know nick started to get a little bit nervous rachel again was you know um telling him it was going to be okay like you know um next was uh rachel bilson um rachel bilson she was an actress um she still is an actress so they would scope out her house and they like would plan it um, Nick, Rachel, and Diana, um, they took clothes, designer makeup, uh, it, I think it totaled around 130 to 300 grand, uh, they came to her house five separate times, and at the partying scene, so this is, you know, really important to remember, the partying scene, Alexis Nyers and Tess Taylor, who were models, they did, uh, Tess Taylor did some stuff for Playboy, they were, you know, sisters the next victim which would be amanda Kier, who was uh, a model who was then orlando bloom's girlfriend um but they robbed orlando but um so it was rachel nick alexis and diana diana was i don't know if i mentioned this diana was um rachel's friend who they met at school um they took you know, things that they usually do, but, you know, like, the clothes, the jewelry, you know, whatever, but one of the girls was moving, and so she was like, oh, like, let me go back and get, like, some decor, so she got, took a painting off a wall and a rug, and all the stuff they got totaled to be around 500 grand worth of stuff, so, if we circle back to what I said earlier, Nick was arrested, you know, for having drugs, um, so there's this guy named Johnny Dangerous and Roy Lopez who worked with Courtney um, that brought bought the you know stolen property for like extremely extremely cheap. Roy had an extremely like uncomfortable relationship with Courtney. It was very weird, very illegal, very disgusting. Um, at this point, Rachel moves to Las Vegas to be with her dad and is fascinated with you know, the actress Lindsay Lohan, who was in, you know, The Parent Trap, uh, Herbie, you know, all of these classic childhood movies for at least myself. Um, and so she was fascinated with her. So they ended up, you know, scoping out, finding where she was going to be, you know, found out where she was going to be, what time she was going to be there at so they could rob her place. They took uh, watches, bags, shoes, you know, it was around 130 grand worth of stuff. And, you know, Lindy Lohan had security cameras because um, I think there was a robber a couple months prior and she had, you know, security footage and stuff. I don't think um, the security footage was on so they didn't catch, like, their faces or anything because it wasn't, 
I don't know if it wasn't working or wasn't on or what happened. So the next victim was Megan Fox. Obviously, I think her name speaks for herself. Megan Fox, another actress. Um, They ended up going through a doggy door um, because that was the only way they can get in. And they took, uh, you know, the usual stuff, clothes, money, uh, jewelry, whatever. But this time they took uh, Austin, Brian Austin Green, who was uh, Megan's then husband, then boyfriend at the time. Um, and they took his gun, but again, they're so wealthy, they didn't realize, you know, much of their stuff was stolen. Um, but because, again, they were posting in the stolen stuff, someone snitched, and Nick was the first to be arrested in suspicion. Nick was, um, wasn't completely dumb, you know, they did have some dumb mistakes, but this was the one thing for Nick that wasn't, you know, completely dumb or stupid. He hid most of the stuff at his grandmother's basement so when they arrested him they looked in his house they didn't find anything obviously and he wasn't cracking for anybody like all you know the investigators whatever detectives they're pressuring you know putting some pressure on him he didn't crack until he did there was a certain detective that was like i guess you know speaking to his soul and he ended up um admitting um and telling the police everything even things that they, the police didn't even know who they were planning on robbing next, like people like Zac Efron, Miley Cyrus, Channing Tatum, etc. Um, and they snitched about Roy and uh, Johnny being, you know, the sellers of the stolen goods. Um, and he told all of Nick told the police this without even being offered a deal. Like so, he just like told them willy nilly. Rachel is still in Vegas at this point. Rachel, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Rachel um, came back to L.A. um, to, you know, do the Lindsay robbery and went back to Vegas, you know, doing the back and forth thing. Rachel is in Vegas with her dad and, you know, and she's trying to start rumors like about Nick and lying about their uh, relationship and saying, you know, he's just he's just like kind of crazy. Like I have no relation to him or any of this, whatever. Anyway. So there ends up being arrest warrants for Courtney, Johnny, Rachel, Alexis, and Diana. All of them were in, you know, um, some sort of, you know, part of the bling ring. One, you know, take or another. Um, so then they go to Rachel's house where she's, um, then the officers go to Rachel's Vegas's house. So where she was asking the officers, like, hypotheticals, if, like, she was asking the officers, like, if, you know, I knew where some of the stolen things were, would that help my case? Things like that. So if I was an officer and I heard that, I'd be like, mm, what do you mean by that? Mm, what do you mean? That's something weird. That's something fishy. They ended up finding uh, 200 grand worth of clothes, uh, 200 grand worth of, like, money. And then they found, like, clothes, jewelry, all in her house. Um... So at that point, you know, there's no denying it because the evidence was right there. So she ends up confessing and starts hyperventilating. Um, it was a whole mess and she was, she was a mess and, you know, but then, you know, when they were all charged, um, the computer Nick stole originally, he thought it was wiped. But um, the victim hired a company to retrieve the data and found searches relating to, like, robbing 
and like smoking and there was a video of him like smoking and like it was just like mm -hmm. so next we have Courtney, Nick, Diana, and Roy pled non-contest with Alexis Nyes, and she, um, Alexis Nyes, was the model said she was um, the, she only went to Orlando Bloom's robbery, and she said she was like um, not coherent. You know, she was on whatever substance she was on, um, which you know whether I believe that or not is not you know my business, but I'm just reporting on it. Um, Nick. Um, was sentenced to two years, but he did uh, no jail time. Diana was undocumented, so she was threatened with deportation unless confession, so she did, and she got three years of probation plus some community service. Uh, Courtney's uh, charges were dropped. I'm going to get into the reason why in a little bit. Um, Johnny was charged with six counts of possession of a controlled substance, three counts of possession of a firearm by a felon, and one count of possession of ammunition. He pled not guilty for all, and he got three years in jail. Rachel was sentenced to four years. Um, and I don't know. I guess because she was the spear leader or whatever, she kind of took that role. Um, but I find that it's very ironic that she got four years and Johnny got three. Very, very interesting. Um, all of them led lives, not really in the public eye after this. You know, they all kind of wanted to simmer down, you know, kind of over it. Except for Nick, who was, you know, charged with uh, stalking, um, which is not surprising, knowing him and his relationship with Eden earlier on. So, the reason why Courtney's charges were dropped is because she was, sh uh, you know, sh shooting like a reality show and they decided to end up doing like a movie kind of based on the bling ring so kind of based on this whole situation kind of not um I remember seeing this movie when I was a kid um I don't really you know I didn't really remember too much about it, it came out in 2013 so I didn't really remember too much I rewatched it in preparation for this um and it kind of portrayed Rachel as a spear leader, which, you know, she kind of is, kind of not, kind of, you know. And Nick, who was, like, shy and, like, super internal, which I didn't pick that up at all. But um, I was watching an interview with Emma Watson, who plays one of the main characters in the Bling Ring movie. And, you know, she said it was a very dramatized version, kind of based off, kind of not. And I think that's very accurate. You know, there are some things that were kind of true, mostly not, mostly for, you know, effects, you know, not really anything to be taken seriously. Um, and so Courtney kind of, you know, was helping in the process of that movie. So, you know, they obviously got her some good lawyers or some deal or something. And that's kind of why her charges were dropped. Um, yeah. So, that was kind of it. The Bling Ring is an insane, you know, story of high schoolers being caught up with the fame, the fortune of, you know, wanting a life that isn't theirs. Or wants a life that all of their peers have. Or not even really peers, but... You know, they're either their parents' friends' kids or, like, the people they hang around because they're in L.A., they're going to parties, they're going to clubs, they're going to whatever. So, yeah. I don't 
quite know what would happen if this was like a nowadays thing like I think I believe this was a huge thing when it happened in you know the earlier 2000s but I was still you know a kid then so I know the reaction was big but if this happened now oh my god the media would not know how to live would not know how to survive and so yeah that's kind of it um again if you liked it and want to listen to some other things by me you can check out my other podcast episodes once again i'm your host ajane make sure to follow me on twitter at ajane proctor and i'm signing off bye